0: Okay. That's hey, right. everyone. How's it going? It's George hitting in with uh, Ken Davidian. Uh, you might recognize him as Azmet Bagatov and Borat. Uh, he's also been in Cobra Kai. A new series coming out called Mr. Mayfair. We're going to be talking about his uh, feature film that he's working on called Pistachio um, coming up. And we're going to talk about bringing an American style studio to Armenia in the next uh, minutes coming up here. But, uh, How's it going, Ken? Welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, I, for the situation that we're all in, the virus, the no work, the I can't complain that much. I I got sick. I I went in in October, and I said, you know, I I'm I'm feeling nauseous every once in a while. So they sent me to a sleep study, and the sleep study doctor says, "Hey, why don't you take the test?" I says, "Okay." I took the test. I'm positive for COVID. No symptoms at all. Uh, Stayed in my room 14 days, and I just took another test, and I'm negative. So that way I can go in and get uh, day surgery that I need to get. So hello. Somebody came up and said, hello.
0: Hi. That's Harula. How's it going? Thanks for tuning in. Do you know her?
1: Like yes. is she is she uh, uh, a one of my family been...
0: members. Yes.
1: Oh, good. cool. Yeah,
0: it's been a pretty weird situation for Hollywood because now yeah, you get get all this rapid testing going and and just to get up back on set and is it have you been on a set recently just after No. no, no. I,
1: I was told and I know a, a friend who's doing a uh, uh what do you call it uh, uh soap opera and no rehearsal, you have to wear a mask, you got to do wear your own clothes, you got to do your own hair, you got to do your own makeup. So, and I've been uh cast in something and it's been postponed three times, wow. so nobody knows. Who
0: well, let, let's talk about the uh the big series coming out with uh Stephen Bauer, uh, yes. Mr. Mayfair. Um, this Talk about
1: uh, that, well, I I got this part and I was supposed to play a guy named Ira. And Ira and Stephen's character are from New York, and Mr. Mayfair, who's Armand, was one of our guys. We were always doing everything from high school, uh, and we were, but we were not made men, so eventually he went to. Uh, London because he wanted to get out of the mob thing and we were doing something and we accidentally killed somebody so we went to uh London to let things cool off well it didn't cool off they came to London looking for us and uh we I mean it turned out to be really great in one scene I'm beating up a guy with a hammer and there's blood splattering all over my face And I dry it it off, and go to the club and sing a song with uh, Armand and uh, uh, because it was supposed to be like the Rat Pack, so I had a great time. No accent, uh, just Me. me, and it was awesome.
0: It seems like that's where you know shows are going. I was talking to my wife earlier today, and we were watching uh, American Gods and and uh, The Boys on Amazon. And there's it's just every sh- new show that comes out is really mature, just like it's kind of a no hold bar kind of production, right?
1: Well, you you the generation I don't know what you're calling them now, but they can only look at something for three to eight minutes. So you have to pour it all in there. You have to, I'm, I'm, I really, I don't understand, uh, why you can't sit 30 minutes. I mean, if you go to college, if you go to school, even you have to sit in your class, but they don't have the,
0: uh, uh, the,
1: the stamina to Yeah. but, and now they're telling us let's do something for three to eight minutes. Well, how in the hell can you? The only thing you can do is a slapstick, boom, it's funny. So, but I don't know. We're trying everything to stay alive and to adapt to whatever this virus is and how long it's going to be here. I don't know. Uh,
0: at least you're you're actually, you actually have something on the docket coming out. Um, you were in Cobra Kai as well. Are they going to, eventually training it to practice Cobra Kai or what, 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 how's that I, going to do?
1: I, I was so surprised and honored when I, first of all, it's supposed to be set in Van Nuys, which is about four minutes from where I'm sitting now in Los Angeles. Uh, but we have to go to Atlanta to shoot. So the first time I went, the first, episode I'm in over there, I'm eating lobster. And then I said, I said, hey, guys, this is a YouTube show. Who's paying for all of this? And they said, Google. So I kept eating uh, lobster. (laughs) And uh, uh, the show, the way they've written it, where it takes stuff from the old movies and incorporates it, I, I... I've already told them I have treatments. I want you guys to read. I like the way they work. And about two weeks ago, I uh, sent one of the producers, uh, because I and the, on third season, I got beaten up, and my guys uh, got beaten up. I went in there with two guys to raise the rent, because that's what Machio wanted. So after they beat me up, I went to the uh, producer and I said, Listen, this this is not this is Van Nuys. I'm going to Burbank and I'm gonna get three million Armenians and we're gonna come back and beat these guys up. I this doesn't happen. It's not real. And he says, Don't worry, Ken. You will get your revenge on season four. So, and then I I I sent them an email and said, Listen, I think it would be interesting if my character Opened up a dispensary on his own property, and Cobra Kai was my security. And that way, you'd have everybody hating Cobra Kai, and me, and that's now you've got more conflict. So I just threw it out there. I don't. Th- I think they had four set completely, and I really hope it goes to five and six. It's such a good show. It really is, and, and yeah, the, I mean the, the kids watch
0: the it fast. The show goes fast when you watch it, so it, it's all interesting. It's 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 a fast moving, um, you know, tie, a storyline, and it just all blends so well.
1: Yeah, it really is, and I tell you, some of those kids, they're going to be the next Tom Cruise. You watch? I believe the, it. There's two of them I really really like, the two boys.
0: Can you uh, can you how high can you kick?
1: I suggested that too, but that would have been too comical if I started taking lessons. But I suggested that because I'll, I'll be very honest. I don't care what I do. I just want more, more on the show because the show is so cool. I've gotten calls and calls and calls and calls. And now they're putting the Cobra Kai on my reel. That's so it's been great. It's a great show
0: you have such a good role on there. You, you always, um, it really, really, it fits you, right? It's a, a role that really fits you. And I think that, um, hopefully it goes for, you know, six, seven, eight, ten 10 seasons, you know? Um, oh,
1: I hope so. I hope so. The problem is in all of those shows, that guy that you're looking at is getting older and older and older. Now you got a 15 year old and five years later, he's, 20 years old. It's it, So I don't know, but I think it would behoove people who had young people in the show just to continue and do uh, two seasons in one year and two seasons in the next year because they are growing up. So yeah. I can watch young Sheldon and pretty soon the guy's going to start shaming.
0: <laughs> that's, that's totally, it's totally true, right? I mean, now, that- now is a good time to kind of phase in the the future of Hollywood, the future of actually, you know, TV is now mostly just streaming now, right? And the, the, people don't actually really tune in for a TV show on the air; they rather just catch it after, right? Um, no,
1: I'll tell you what I do. If it's a TV show that's anywhere on television, it's not on Netflix or something like that. I tape it because, and believe me, I made a lot of money. Uh, earlier in commercials, but they just aggravate the hell out of me because you were talking about at, at one time before you were born, it was a minute. Then it went to like two and a half. Now it's over almost three, four minutes and you're just watching commercials and I know they're done well and everything, but you were just supposed to be able to go up and get a soda and come back.
0: Well, I mean, you know, acting, being in your situation is it is it is it hard to um find a a a production that actually fits you or how does how does it work for you uh being
1: for me no other people in this industry who have uh uh very very large egos uh and are it just goes to your head and that's the guy that says "No, no 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 I, I can't do that. I only play this or I only play that. I'm an actor. I run around naked because it was part of the whole thing. It it, it uh, nobody ever came out of that and said, "Hey, you're a pervert. You run around naked. You did It was it fit. So if it fits, if it's part of it, you do it.
0: What what was that scene in Borat actually was it was it planned or like how, how much how much notice did people get in that banquet or nothing eh? uh
1: nobody in the banquet oh. or anybody else in the hotel knew it was gonna, what was going to happen we actually ran into a uh a group of uh engineers that were getting lectured and we and this was in Dallas and we ran in we looked around, and these engineers went. And I looked at him. He looked at me and said, "Let's go." And we walked out of there like we were wearing suits. We just left, and then we realized it has to be done in a, a place where there's well-dressed and women, and we also wanted uh, young adults. So we found the uh, uh, the broker convention, and Everybody was told that we are going to film this for the hotel. And everybody with the hotel was told that the people in the, uh, want to film it for, to keep it. So we were able to get the cameras in there. But after we ran in, then it was organized chaos because I didn't know who was arresting me
0: what about what about the scene in, in the bed and breakfast um obviously you guys visit and
1: then in the middle of the night you guys leave. I asked Sasha don't you feel guilty? What is your mother gonna say? and you know what his answer was I'm more worried about what my rabbi is gonna say <laughs> so and they were such nice. They were really, really nice. They bring the food. And I could hear in the back where Larry Charles was telling them, you go in there and you offer them food. Well, they didn't want to offer you, push it. You know, we're Jews. We give them food. You got to eat. And so they came in. You got to eat. You got to eat. Uh, I I actually felt guilty. But yeah. they didn't know what was going on. Nobody. Bruno, that film had people that knew what was going on. Uh, a lot before, of that
0: we're at now can like he can't like he barely i think he barely made the second film because he's so recognizable right
1: well listen when they started talking i i said uh let's go and drag and then you wouldn't have that problem uh but they they did what they wanted to do and and i didn't uh i was just hoping it's half as funny as the first one uh I don't know. I didn't like it because they were doing the same things over again. We, we're going to, we've got a strange person with us. Okay, it's not Azamat. It's my daughter. And I'm going to take her here and I'm going to go and talk to these people. How do we dress her? How do we eat properly? How, even going to the lake and uh, uh, washing up at the lake was, uh, I don't know. I it, We all needed a break. So was that it?
0: Maybe, and maybe 14 maybe. years
1: later, I thought it would be more well done. But they offered me. I declined.
0: Okay. Uh, but, but, like, what about the accent? Like, becoming Azamat as the 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 person from Kazakhstan? That, I know you're... you're what having, what are,
1: accent? Who, is, who what are you talking about accent? I don't have an accent. I bought an, Listen, I bought an in East Los Angeles. You know? Uh right here in United States. So an accent is easy because father talked like that. Uncle talked like that. David, if you don't talk with accent, you don't understand what the hell is going on. So now nah, it just it comes and goes. I mean, you gotta, this is all I wanted to do. I mean, I was 13 years old and decided I want to be an actor.
0: And you're right. The accent does come and go My my, my family they're from like from cyprus so you know we have the broken english and stuff like that yeah. all the time you know
1: uh, yeah I, I it works for me and i can shut it off and shut it uh, when 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 they hired me for ira for mr mayfair i said i don't want to play ira and what do you want to play i said i want to play an armenian guy said, okay so when they made my character an armenian guy it didn't hurt anything because he wasn't a made man and he was just a, a, a con artist. But it made me feel comfortable because I had all of my own life to bring in and ad lib with. So, and it was, it was a, it's really a funny film. The only problem was I had a, a come back before Thanksgiving. And I was scheduled to go back January the 5th. And then I had a a family tragedy. And uh, I didn't go back till March. I shot one scene. I just shot this girl that was going to kill Armand DeSante's character. And after I shot her, he turned around. And you're going to think this is the greatest acting in the world. Because he turned around and he said, What are you doing here? Because he had no idea I came. But I was supposed to stay for like another month. But as soon as I got there, Trump closed Europe. And they put me on a plane. And back I was. One scene. but So I think I'm in the first six episodes. And then I'm in the eighth. I don't know.
0: I'm I'm looking forward to seeing
1: it. So am I because I I was able to play me and and uh, I was able to cuss I was able to kill people I was it was very nice. I had a great time
0: and and now we talk about American Studio in Armenia. Yeah. How yeah. how's this it, happen?
1: Well, I went to Armenia I, I've been there 11 times, but about five years ago I went. And they have a film festival called uh, 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 the Apricot Film Festival, and it's really artsy, artsy, artsy stuff. No, there, there's not capital movement. It's just artsy. So they set up a seminar for me, and they asked me if I would give a seminar. And I gave a seminar, and the seminar had three hundred young, good-looking male and females, and they said. There's no work here. There's nothing to do here. I mean, I don't care if it's acting. There's nothing to do here. It's hard to get a job. Get us, take us to America. Okay, well, that's not going to work, but we need to bring something here. And that's when I thought these people are all trying to be actors. These people, they haven't done anything, any production in Armenia that's worth even dubbing. And putting on Netflix. So, and, and the the land has never been seen or shot. The, the churches that are in the hills or the walls. So, if it happens, it'll be good for Armenia. Because it will bring jobs and revenue. And Armenia is about 65% cheaper than being in America. So two million dollar budget is like a four million five million dollar budget Absolutely. and uh, pistachio, I mean we're working we've been working with the government for five years on this and they want to see this they want to do that and then this happens with the country and I'm hoping before they bury me, I'll see the sign that says opening soon but, What really is weird is I came back for uh, Thanksgiving and I wrote a treatment. The treatment is about, and I have a five-year-old granddaughter, but the treatment is about my granddaughter at 10 and my daughter is married to a non-Armenian and me and my wife... Our life is dedicated to our children and grandchildren, and the wife and my grandchild from zero to four, inseparable. So I thought this would be a cute picture. Uh, and I gave it to my wife to read the treatment. And she's reading it and she stops. She goes, Why does the grandmother have to die? And I, like the idiot I am said, because grandpa's a movie star. Okay, that was accepted. And the story goes that the grandma wants to take the whole family to Armenia to show them where me and her grow up grew up and where we meet and all this kind of stuff. Well, a couple of months and a couple of weeks before we go, she passes away. And my granddaughter steals her daddy's credit card and buys two tickets first class to armenia sets up hotels gets a driver for us and tells me hey we're going to armenia she's crazy i I can't take it armenia your parents uh, who's got money to buy tickets she says my father paid for everything oh he did okay well then he really wants us to go so then she does something with the Uh, Phone that it's The pager comes out and says Yeah, take her to Armenia So I did Then her parents find out They freak out My mother-in-law Her grandmother Is 104 years old And she lives in the village in Armenia And she gets me arrested Because I killed her daughter And brought her back In a jar and that's because she was cremated. And it's uh, and I want to spread the ashes. So grandma was like, because they don't do that over there. Uh, and the whole idea is I have to be back here for uh, the celebration of the 40 days, which in our religion, if you don't do that 40 days thing, the soul doesn't leave the earth. And she's wandering around the earth for as long as, I don't know, so uh, it's kind of religious, but it's also very funny and it's also very touching. I had a friend of mine read it, uh, an actress and producer, and she said, At one point, I'm cheering for you, and at one point, I'm crying with you. And uh, so, and then my wife passed away on January 1st, 2020. And I thought, okay, I have to make this movie. So, I'm making the movie. All I need is God's will, and maybe God can send me two million dollars.
0: Sorry to hear that. Uh, I mean, it's a great it's a great concept. Uh, when you talk about treatment, um, how how long, how big is a treatment for you to write? Treatment
1: can be anywhere from three to ten pages, and what it is is the the story. Uh, of the script. And that part for me is easy. The part that's not easy is now you know the story. Now you know this character walks into this room and that character walks into this room and what do they say? And that's where I'm like, uh, I need a writer, but I can get them all the way to the room. So uh, that's what the treatment is.
0: It's a great concept. I, I know. I know the forty days. You know, after you die, um, in the Greek Orthodox religion, the Orthodox religion, the angel of death will take you around to see your life until the forty days or something like that, and then you go yeah. back to church. And
1: and, and uh, people in our our age, like, okay, I, I mean, what? But uh, the guy I'm playing, because he's from Armenia and he's got the accent. He's for him, this is. Life or death. Got to do it.
0: So how far is Pistachio now? Like, how, What part of production is it in?
1: It, it is in pre-production. The script was finished, I don't know, three, four weeks ago. And uh, we have a package which explains everything. And we have a script. And now we're looking for money. That's, Next the, up. that's the hardest part of it all.
0: Look the financing, up. the, the yeah. wow
1: and everybody's afraid. Uh and the and it's really it's so much more better than the seventies, eighties, and the nineties because you've got a million places that need content. So if your content is any good, you'll have somewhere to show it. Uh and there are all these uh streaming things and stuff, they're all asking for stuff so I told them I told my people if you want to do a, a YouTube series or something I don't mind doing it but I want to be able to take it and put it into a, a network if they wanted it something so we're looking we're talking about uh Ken's cafe or Ken's uh, uh club and I and I don't know what happens when you go there that's the. Do I give you advice? Do you run around naked? I, I have no idea. So,
0: well, well, so with the purpose, you're you're actually going to go film this stash yeah, in Armenia. Yeah.
1: I mean, listen. Unless they call and say, "Okay, we're going back to work." So, a lot of this stuff is done out of just keeping your knife sharp, and uh, letting people know you're still alive. I mean, a lot of people think I was dead because of Borat. Borat too came out and said I was dead, and most logical people would have thought if I wasn't dead, I'd be in the movie. But that's not what happened. And I'm not dead.
0: Yeah, you're yeah. still alive. You're here in flesh, you know. Yes. So
1: maybe, well, it's really a you know,
0: Yeah. I, I mean, you could all have a movie yourself and say Azmat lives, kind of like a... Return of the Jedi kind of thing. Well,
1: yeah. I, I So I, I want to do something. But it's like March, April, May. Okay, we're not going to do nothing because this is going to end in March or April. Keep going, keep going, keep going. So I don't know. Now I want to do something. And I know Murphy's Law. I'll get all this stuff run right. I'm going to push the button. We're going to do it. And they're going to call and say, okay you need to go back to London or you're going to the Caribbean or Hawaii or something. So I I'm almost ready to do something just so that something I'll get screwed up and work will start. You never know, but I love Hawaii. You love Hawaii. I I shot a, a film there called, you may not kiss the bride. And it was, uh, with, uh, uh, McPhee, who won, I think she came out third in American Idol, but then she's had two television series that has done great. Uh, and Rob Schneider and Kathy Bates. And the movie wasn't released well. They were trying to make more money. And, then, and this is 2008. And I took it to a couple of distribution people and they said, listen, we'll do it. But we're not giving you the money until the money comes in. And the producer said no. And so I haven't heard much about the movie, but it was a it was a funny movie. Uh, Rob Schneider was in it. Vinnie Jones was in it. It was good. And I loved Hawaii. And that's how I we wrote a series. That, that the director and writer of uh, You May Not Kiss the Bride wrote a pilot for me called Poo Poo Papa. And Pupu Papa, Pupu is a, a, an appetizer plate in Hawaii and it play on words. So he doesn't want to call me a shit. So he calls me Pupu Papa. So, but pistachios are the first thing in my, in my arsenal that I got to get done.
0: Ken, you have so much coming down the pipe. Um, you know, Mr. Mayfair. Obviously, Cobra Kai. Epistachia. Yeah, I'm. I'm
1: hoping Cobra Kai calls and says, "Hey, you're gonna spend six weeks here." I like everybody on that show, and I like, like, I'm looking at these actors and going, "Okay, you're not. You're not gonna uh, Home Alone. After three Home Alones, the kid was looked different. He was older. He was more mature. Uh, but, and he couldn't play the same. Cute kid part, and uh the guys in Cobra Kai—they're very mature, good-looking actors, and and the girls too. So, I think that's going to air for at least seven seven seasons altogether, maybe eight.
0: Well, my friend, I hope that you're on all the seasons coming up. You know, me I, too. And, and uh, by the way, the great. The lobster. Can I ask
1: you a question? Yes. What kind of coffee do you drink?
0: I drink uh well black coffee whatever is in the mug sometimes and uh, mo- most so things, no
1: sugar no cream
0: just black coffee
1: okay I, i'm I'm a wimp I put uh equal and I put cream
0: well I know I used to drink it that way as well just it just wrenched my stomach man you know I don't know how you guys do that
1: well I like now I'm doing the the, the something else I coffee's not doing it I end up with like taking two, three sips, and I'm all done with it.
0: Ah, uh, well, it, it hits everyone differently, right? The French press. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I remember Charlie Sheen on Two and a Half Men. I have to have my first cup of coffee before I go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. And he go back upstairs. So, did we talk about everything?
0: Of course. Uh, there's much more to talk about, but uh, oh, there is. You know, we 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 could go on and on and on, but we're going to have to have you uh, up on a, maybe the uh, anniversary show. Um, I think it'd be really interesting to see you.
1: When's oh, the anniversary show?
0: Uh, I'm hoping March. Wow.
1: That's yeah. That's good. Uh, when did you come up with this? This last March? <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, I came up with a show about five years ago. Um, it wasn't until I had a publicist uh, approach me from Paramount Pictures and uh, asked me to interview some of his actors. So at that point, I was doing some other show, and then I decided to do, I thought decided it must be time for this show, right? To to do interview style conversations with actors, entrepreneurs, and rock and rollers. I love rock and roll, obviously. My last show was a rock and roll show. Um but uh, it's really interesting because every time I get to meet somebody different for coffee, right? Um, yeah. Or, whether they be in person uh, or now, mostly I know that there's again.
1: something on the air or was on the air called uh, "drunken something." Drunken. Drunken tales. They were drunk. They would. I, I even went through taping. Everybody sit around there and drink and get drunk and and disagree. Yeah, that's
0: uh, something I I I'd like to do that kind of stuff too. But I like more like the conversational style of coffee and uh, sitting down for coffee and and talking and get to know the person. And obviously, you know, this is
1: yeah. You know, I mean, I'm I'm I like interviewing. I don't have a problem with that. I know a lot of people that are just can't handle it. They're afraid or something. Uh, I remember as a kid, uh, Rosie O'Donnell had a show. And Al Pacino was a guest and they cleared the audience. They had to take the audience out. We didn't want the audience. Why? I don't know. Inner no doesn't want to do interacting with them or talking to them. I, I I thought it was very weird. And I know a lot of people that, that are not comfortable in front of people. And they say, uh, no, I'm sorry, I can't take a picture. My Likeness is owned by the studio or something, and it's just that they're. I don't know. I i really appreciate somebody spending 10 bucks to go to a movie, and it's more than 10 bucks to go to the movie to see your face. I mean, that's uh, that, that $10 can go somewhere else, and it's never $10. It's uh, you're gonna take somebody with you, you're gonna buy you know, it's 40, 50 bucks to go to the movies. And I appreciate that. I, I I want you to go and watch oh, the
0: movie. It's been, it's been a great time seeing you on the screen, man. You do such a great job. Um,
1: you, tell somebody. The next person you interview, ask them if they got a, a part in a movie for a short, fat, naked guy.
0: All right. I'll keep that in mind. If not, we'll, we'll come up with a concept ourselves.
1: Yeah.
0: Thanks a lot, Ken. I really appreciate it hey,
1: Thank you. I'm sorry we messed up. Last time, it was all my fault. I am not technically inclined.
0: It's all good.
1: Thank you so much for your time. Have a good one, man. Bye. Are we done?